I'm happy that I got to take a step back from the Sunrise Shack. And I'm just like way more in line with what I want it to be. And I feel like it was getting a, a little bit away of from what how I pictured it and stuff like that. So now it's more back on track. And I realized too that it's just such a fun little business. You know, it shouldn't stress me out <laughs> like it does sometimes. That's a clip from today's conversation with Travis Smith, who is the operating founder of the Sunrise Shack. Travis happened to be our very first guest on the podcast back on episode two. It's great to have him back as we catch up and talk a little bit more about how COVID has impacted specifically the Sunrise Shack. And also before we dive into the conversation with Travis, I'm going to talk a little bit about what travel looks like as Hawaii begins to open up this week to Trans-Pacific Travel. Let's go. Welcome to Hawaii's Best Travel Podcast, where we help you prepare for your next trip to Hawaii. Discover the experiences, businesses, and stories that make Hawaii the Aloha State. And now your host, Brian Murphy. Aloha and welcome to episode 40 of Hawaii's Best. I'm Brian Murphy, the host and owner of Hawaii's Best Travel, where we help prepare you for your next trip to Hawaii. And hopefully that is sooner than later. I feel like it was just a couple months ago, we were looking at August 1st as the opening and obviously that was postponed. And here we are, the week of Hawaii reopening to Trans-Pacific Travel. And I want to give you a quick snapshot of what to expect, but I also want to direct you towards HawaiiCOVID19.com. That is the state's official site where you can get the official info on what to expect and how to travel to Hawaii come October 15th. Now, there's a lot of talk happening, and I just want to direct you towards that site because you're going to get the most accurate and up-to-date info happening right now. So that's Hawaii covid 1919.com, hawaiicovid19.com. So a quick snapshot. If you, uh, if you listen back in August, uh, we did a whole show about what opening is going to look like. And some of those details are the same and some of them have changed. So there still is a test, a COVID test that has to be done within 72 hours of getting on the plane. And obviously that test needs to be negative in order to not quarantine for 14 days in paradise. But the test has to be done by an approved partner of the state of Hawaii. So I just want to, again, draw your attention to hawaiicovid19.com. Now, if you're planning on going to the Big Island, you still have to do the 72-hour test for COVID. But then once you get to Big Island, they also are doing a rapid antigen test that is free of charge. And just note that this, the main COVID test is at the traveler's expense. So you're going to want to budget for that. But on the big island, first you have to do the the normal COVID test and get negative on that. And then once you land, they're going to do a rapid antigen test right there at the airport. That's no charge to you. So that's something that big island is doing. Governor Ige did give the um, other counties, the outer islands, permission to tweak the plan even more. And that's kind of has led to even more confusion. I don't think I can say it enough. Go to hawaiicovid19.com to get the most up-to-date info. I'll link that in the show notes as well. So after our interview with Travis, you can go ahead and, and check out more about the shack and also go to hawaiicovid19.com. One other thing just to note is that 
as of right now, there is no inner island travel. Well, meaning you can't travel island island without having to quarantine for 14 days. And that's so we'll see what the update is once we hit November 1st. But as of right now, doing a multi island vacation might be pretty tricky and pretty tough. So I would just choose one island. If you're wanting to get there this month in October, choose one island and just stay there. A lot of things are open, like the beaches, hikes, but they are limited to groups of five, most of them. So just be aware of that as you're making plans to come. So my main thing I just wanted to get across is keep dreaming about Hawaii, keep planning. And I think as you hear from my conversation with Travis, is that people are ready and are wanting to have travelers back and wanting to host travelers again. And obviously, we want to do it safely. So we talk a little bit about that. Travis, as I said at the beginning of this episode, is the operating founder of the Sunrise Shack. Travis grew up on the island of Kauai. He became a professional bodyboarder and he competed at a young age of 12 at the world famous Pipeline. And he, he actually went into modeling for quite a few years at the age of, uh, he started out at the age of 16. He traveled the world and for eight years working as a um, high fashion model. But Travis moved back to the islands at the age of 24 to start the shack and is now the operating founder. The other founders of the shack are Koa and Alex Smith and Koa Rothman, who are all phenomenal surfers in their own right. The shack started in October of 2016. So it's pretty cool to be able to air this on their, really their four year anniversary. The Smith brothers, they started with a coffee shop in a small shack on a plumeria farm. And that's on the North shore. That's their original spot where it's this yellow, cool looking shack on the North shore. And then in just two years, the Sunrise Shack had an opportunity to expand. They have a second location in Waikiki, which is connected to the Outrigger Hotel. And they're also looking at expanding even more um, across the globe and maybe even possibly on Oahu. But I'll let Travis go ahead and explain all that. So let's talk story with Travis Smith from the Sunrise Shack. All right, Travis, thanks for coming on Hawaii's Best again. It's good to see you. And how are you doing, first of all? Yeah, everything's good. I'm actually just here in um, in Venice Beach, California, and decided to get off of the island for a little bit. Um, I was pretty much there for the whole pandemic, and it just feels good to see a different kind of scenery right now. What have you been up to the last couple of weeks? You know, I've actually been on the road for like a month now. Okay. Hawaii was not producing any waves and I was <laughs> stir crazy. So um, I just had the idea to go down to Mexico and was there for a week. And then I met my girlfriend. Her family is from Colorado. And so we flew into Colorado and then we did like a road trip all the way to California from Colorado. Yeah. Then we kind of drove through Arizona and Utah. And yeah, we saw like the delicate arch and we went to Zion National Park. And I haven't really experienced much of the mainland. It was really cool for me. And I feel like the pandemic has has made the kind of the nature just so popular, which is kind of cool to see. The national parks and stuff have been going off. I mean, we did a hike in um, in Zion. It was so crowded. There's hundreds of people, hundreds of people. It was like 
a line to get into like a grocery store or something. Crazy. <laughs> There's a park and it was a hike. Sounds crazy. Well, as you, you know, we, we live in Southern California and when all this went down, uh, I think it was like in June, we were like, we're done. Let's just hit the road. And we went to Zion nice. and, and Arches for the first time. We also went to Canyonlands too, which was pretty amazing. When we were there though, it was like a ghost town. So that's crazy to hear that. Glad that, um, you know, cause very similar to, and we'll get into how things are in North Shore, but like very similar, like, People in that community, especially Zion, they rely so much on tourists and that type of traffic. And so it's good to hear that, that that's starting to pick up there. Yeah, for sure. I heard like we went to like Vail, Colorado as well. Okay. A lot of like the restaurants and stuff there were saying that it was like the busiest summer they've ever had. Crazy. Kind of cool. You know, I'm stoked that some people are kind of like thriving in, in the pandemic. Right. <laughs> oh. What about you guys? Maybe kind of switching to Oahu, comparing to you know what you see going on in the mainland. How are things right now on island? Yeah, it's interesting. I think since we're on an island, it's easier to kind of like make rules and and govern them and have people follow them. The pandemic when it started, pretty much in March for America. It was really scary. Nobody knew what to do. Um, it was really scary for the Sunrise Shack because we were in the middle of expanding. Like we had this amazing commissary kitchen where it seemed like the people before they were like um, like a noodle shop or something that they okay. just made all of their broths and food and stuff out of this huge kitchen. They spent over a million dollars on the the build out, and they just literally left. And so. The landlord's like, we'll, we'll give you all this for pennies wow. on the dollar, the whole space and everything. Like, you know, we don't really need this for like only supplying like two locations, but if we had like more locations, it'd be worth it. So we're like, okay, like we're going to expand and have this commissary kitchen, all this stuff. So we did that like the last quarter of 2019 and the beginning of 2020. And then the pandemic just hit and like, yeah. We had this kitchen, we didn't do with it and like we were spending so much money on it and we were like about to pull the trigger on like our third location and had like kind of some money invested in that and we pulled out. Um, so it was pretty wild for us at the Sunrise Shack and we, we just get so many p- people that are interested for like having another Sunrise Shack, um, you know, whether it's locally in Hawaii or like internationally. So we figured like, yeah, we should definitely have more than two. So 2020, we we're going to try to make four. That just is not, yeah. not the plan anymore. But we kind of pivoted and we, you know, I'm, I'm actually really happy that, I mean, I'm not happy for the pandemic, but I'm happy that I got to take a step back from the Sunrise Shack. Yeah. And I'm just like way more in line with what I want it to be. And I feel like it was getting a, a little bit away of from what, how I pictured it and stuff like that. So now it's more back on track. And I realized too, that it's just such a fun little business, you know, it shouldn't stress me out (laughs) like it does sometimes. But yeah, um, we we got to focus on like our e-commerce, which was really cool. We weren't doing many sales before the pandemic, but then, you know, we, we grew massively, I'd say over over the pandemic. And uh, so that's been really fun. And people are just buying like our coffee online and different things like that. Um, 
and trying to figure out how to grow and strategize in that aspect. But yeah, I mean, it's been good. We're still kicking, yeah. still in business. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's encouraging to hear. But maybe going back a little bit, I mean, thinking about March and when all that hit, and it's been a common thread that I've heard from other people as well. Maybe you have too. Like no one wanted this to happen and we wish this to happen. But I think people with the right mindset have seen opportunity in it as well. Okay, what do I need to do to to get refocused and what truly matters in my life? What are some of the practices that kind of brought you to that point? And then what would you identify the shack as like its core vision and purpose? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I feel like first off before the pandemic, I was probably taking it for granted on like how good we were doing. You know, we were, we were killing it. We just had lions all day, every day, both of our locations. just like, you know, and not that I wasn't happy, but I was just like thinking I needed you know, more locations and stuff like that and like wasn't satisfied with the level I was at. And so now looking back at that, I'm just like, what I, what I would do for <laughs> having a line all day. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it made me very like grateful of just where I'm at. But I feel like we got to focus, like like I said before, on our website and stuff and just took a step back and realized what Sunrise Shack has to offer to kind of the community and different people that get to experience it. I feel like the Sunrise Shack is like all about like good vibes. And it's all about just like sharing like the health and wellness. That's so important. And I feel like this pandemic has really been those two things um, that has kept me centered and is so positive to share. You know, I think like a positive message and a healthy lifestyle is the right way to go. And I think like, you know, the virus, the pandemic and everything has proven that. I think the people that have had a realization like, oh, I should probably start exercising more. So I'm not susceptible to get, you know, COVID or I should start being more healthy and start sleeping more and different things like that. I think those are the people that are really prospering. And or even if it's a career path, maybe... Someone had a nine to five job that they didn't really like, but now they're working like an online business or something, you know, but then maybe they're being a little more independent now and stuff. So I feel like as tough as it's been and for everybody, I think it's been an awakening for the world and I'm sure good things will come out of it. Depends who you are, but I think good things have already came out of it so far for me personally. Right. For you and I, I know maybe... For a lot of people, it's been a wake-up call talking about health specifically. What are some of your kind of non-negotiables when it comes to health? Like what are some of those healthy habits that you've implemented? And maybe that would be helpful for somebody who is maybe just starting on this journey of a wellness path. Yeah. For me, it's really important how like I get my day started. I'm not saying like every single day I start my day perfectly, you know? That's really important. I'll wake up and drink good water and make like a little bullet coffee. That's just, that's just what makes me feel good. I get a bunch of energy. Then maybe I'll just sit there in silence and meditate for a little bit or do a little exercise or sit in the sun. But yeah, starting the day the right way makes me feel good throughout the day. You know, saying some positive affirmations, saying what you're grateful for, staying away from technology in the morning, those kind of things. 
But then throughout the day, staying really hydrated, I have like a half a gallon hydro flask that I always have by my side. I drink two of those like minimum a day, so a gallon of water. And I definitely make sure I like get close to nature, even if it's just in the sun, um, just staying in the sun for a little bit. That kind of thing makes me feel grounded and makes me feel so good about myself. And that ties into like exercising. It's so important to exercise. And yeah. yeah, I mean, when you're eating food, just try to pay attention to how you feel after. You know, if you're feeling a little tired, it's probably food that's hindering your performance. You know, just start noticing. I mean, get in tune with your body and your mind. And, you know, if something's bothering you, it's like a little thing that's nagging you or whatever. Just try to think what that would be from and how can you make it better? And, you know, just get in tune with yourself. I mean, that's, that's what I like to do. Like, I'll just be stretching, doing yoga, whatever. I'm like, ooh, like, I feel like if I push that a little too much, like I could hurt myself, you know? I never get injured. Like, I, I'll get these little things sometimes, but I surf big waves in the ocean and I definitely like run my body pretty hard. And I just feel like, yeah, you can be in tune enough to not get injured unless there's really something extreme that happens to you. But. Last time we were on Oahu, I think it was in February, we started our days at the shack and it was like, it just fueled you, right? Like it just kind of kicked off your, the start of your day. Yeah. If no one's been to Sunrise Shack, what are some like you guys' most popular items and what would you recommend someone's first time? Say, you know, a month from now, there's recording October 15th when hopefully Trans-Pacific travel opens up. Yeah. What would you recommend someone coming to the shack for the first time? Yeah. So the Sunrise Shack, I feel like, you know, it's an overall, it's an organic cafe, but the two biggest components of the menu are like the bullet coffees. We have like seven of those flavors. And then the other side of the menu is like the smoothie bowls. So the Asahi bowl is the most popular thing we serve. But then there's like the blue dream bowl, which is like super amazing. I feel like depending what like you like to eat or drink, I would get like a bullet coffee and or a smoothie bowl and just kind of whatever ones sound good to you. The bullet coffee is interesting because I feel like that really helps like our brand spread word of mouth because it's such a unique thing. We're not the only people that do it, but we definitely dive in really deep to it all. You know, we're throwing like almond butter in some of our recipes or coconut cream or coconut oil. Um, some of our recipes get pretty wild. And the reality is it's just like pretty amazing coffee, you know? Yeah. You throw it in a blender and it's between like almost like a a shake, like protein shake thickness to like a latte, you know? And it's gonna be like creamy foamy, frothy, and the energy you feel is amazing. And Mm -hmm. you want to just get like the coffee, the chances of like feeling more energy are greater. For me personally, I'll only do a bullet coffee in the morning because I don't want like the fats and stuff to just store while the the sugar is the the energy burner because that's what your body does. It prioritizes like burning sugar, glucose first before fats. So I try to just in the morning, if I'm only drinking fats, then... I tend to burn the fats in the morning and I feel really good in the energy. But I mean, say it's a Saturday morning and you're on holiday, like I'll, I'll yeah. throw a smoothie bowl as well <laughs> or like an avocado toast. And I like to look at fats as like there's good fats and there's bad fats. Like avocado is a good fat and people put avocado on everything. So it's okay to have fats throughout the day. Um, you want to 
avoid the, the, the bad fats, which tend to come from a lot of plants, which is weird, like soy, soy bean oil, canola oil, like right. sunflower seed oil, grapeseed oil, kind of all these like fruits and plants and different things that the oil is just not good for you. You know, that's what that's going to clog your arteries and, you know, be bad for your brain and different things like that. But like other oils, like krill oil or good fish oil or avocado oil, coconut oil, ghee butter, or, you know, normal grass fed butter. These kind of oils are actually really good for you. They kind of lubricate your brain and lubricate your joints and just make you feel really good. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's all the bullet <laughs> stuff. It goes on and on and gets right. kind of scientific and stuff. But yeah, and the smoothie bowls are the most popular thing we, we serve. We have like five different smoothie bowls and all of our toppings are super killer. Like our granola is like gluten-free, vegan, and nut-free. So it's pretty much friendly for everybody. Those are the best things we have to offer. And like when they come out, they look really pretty. So you could like take a nice photo of them or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> I've fully seen some people like, I don't know, they'll maybe be like an Instagram couple that comes by the Sunrise Shack and yeah. like the, the wife like will just order like a full crazy smoothie bowl with all these toppings and she'll just have like a full photo shoot with it. And then she'll just give it to her husband <laughs> to eat. Like she doesn't even like smoothies, whatever. Right. You know? so it's funny. I mean, people order it just because they're so pretty, but I mean, they're really taste good too. A win-win. Yeah, and there's so much behind just the how it looks. And it, I mean, <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> what has been something these last six months? And hopefully, we're getting out of this. Who, who knows? But regardless. These last six months is maybe you're in, in a position of being able to kind of, in retrospect, look back and maybe zoom out a little bit. What has been something maybe that that surprised you in in, in regards to support and love from people who who love the shack? I know obviously not a lot of people are ordering bullets and a lot of people aren't on island right now. But like just from afar, what has been something that has surprised you as far as the love and support that people have for the shack? Yeah, I mean, it's just been amazing to see kind of, you know, we're just like this little shack out of Hawaii. And I think we are quite famous these days, you know, like even right. today, I was just walking in Erewhon in the grocery store over here in California. And I was wearing a Sunrise Shack shirt and someone behind me is like, oh, I love that place. <laughs> so it's pretty crazy how much we've grown. And um, that's been really amazing to see. And we would like to keep growing. You know, I think Hawaii has been a great market for us, but I think there's other markets in the world, whether it's like the East Coast or the West Coast, that mm-hmm. like Australia, that we would really thrive in. It's just been really cool to know that like times are tough for sure. Yeah. People maybe can't get to us. Yeah, they can maybe support us online a little bit, but it's nice to know that people haven't forgotten about us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're just a small business and, owned by four surfers. And yeah, I mean, we continue to grow and we're excited to stay where we are. And you know, we at some points throughout this whole pandemic, I almost just thought we were just not going to make it even, you know, right? or have to close the location down or something. But we never shut down one day. We were really loyal to our main employees. Like we never gave them a pay cut. We never fired any of the main people that 
like our right. managers and, you know, general managers and stuff like that. So we just wanted to be there for them. And I wasn't trying to like, you know, pocket a bunch of cash or anything during this time. I was just like, all the capital for Sunrise Shack is on the line and we're just going to do whatever it takes to make it through these times. And I personally believe like after this pandemic rolls over that concepts like ourselves will probably be prospering. You know, I think yeah. people that were into health before hopefully will be now. And that's kind of right down our alley, you know. Hey, just want to pop in real quick. Hope you're enjoying my conversation with Travis. You know, during this time of wanting to travel again and doing staycations, I found the perfect travel backpack. I've become this collector of travel backpacks for, for some reason. And I found one that I have fallen in love with. And for me, the search is over. It's more than a travel backpack because you can get any travel backpack and it protects, you know, your laptop, your important stuff and all that. But this one also you can pack for three days. So it serves as kind of like this uh, cool travel backpack carry on thing, but it's not too bulky or anything like that because it has this expander. But what I love most about this backpack is its durability and options. This thing is built so comfortably, but also like a tank. I don't know how to describe it other than it just feels right. It's from Nomadic. And at the time of this recording, they have this really great sale going on. So if you're listening to this right now and it's, you know, October 14th, head on over to hawaii'sbesttravel.com slash nomadic and you can check out all the sales that they got going on right now. For me, I have what's called the travel pack on their site, but there's so many options, so many different types of bags, cases for your cameras, luggage, accessories. Head on over to hawaii'sbesttravel.com slash nomadic. All right, now back to my conversation with Travis. Pivoting to October, maybe at, towards the, even the end of the year, and hopefully once you know that winter swell comes, you guys will be hopping in long lines and all that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> In your opinion, what do you think things are going to be like once visitors come back? What do you think that first initial wave is going to look like? Yeah, it's interesting. I think Hawaii has been super conservative throughout this whole pandemic, you know? Right. And I think it's it's a little wild that it's so crazy that we are an island and we are restricted. Like, And I think you can kind of, the government restrictions like more in your face because we're just on a little island. Like, where do you go? You know, right. they, they closed down the beaches like just recently. And then they're just giving like $5,000 tickets out. I saw a photo of like at this Alamona beach park, there's like hardly even a beach. And there's a, right. there's like an older lady sitting in a wheelchair and they just wrote her a $5,000 ticket. She was just sitting under the tree by herself. You know, it's just like, so I don't know. I feel like, it's been interesting because I've been over here on the mainland for the last month. And, you know, I was in Arizona, which is like very just, I don't know. It feels like they're just like, I did not care about the right. pandemic. Like, I didn't see, I, I went into a restaurant and there was, our waiter wasn't wearing a mask, you know? So I think the powers and the people, it's just going to be really interesting to just see how the people react. But I mean, as far as the government of Hawaii goes, they're super conservative and it's been interesting. I mean, I just feel like, you know, like before the pandemic, I, you know, I'd like trust things out here on the news and all this stuff. But now I'm just like with all my trust with the media and stuff has gone out the window. 
I'll trust like a meme on Instagram more than <laughs> one of the major broadcasting networks, you know? And yeah, I just feel like I've, I've personally just been lied to throughout this pandemic so much. And maybe I wouldn't care so much if I was just like, didn't have a business or something, but I'm right. just like, I'm looking after myself, my family, my partners and like all the people. Yeah. Know. All those people. Yeah. I'm just trying to make the best decision. And it's just really been hard for me and confusing for me to be like, even if I didn't hear anything from the news or the media or whatever, I've always known that like viruses die in the sunlight. They don't like warm weather, salt water and stuff definitely is not like easy for anything to live. Mm -hmm. So the environment in Hawaii is like, I think it's hard to like catch something like COVID. And yeah, I mean, all for all the precautions and stuff, but nobody's talking about how ginger can boost your immune system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like simple things, you know, exercise can boost your immune system. Yeah. So I don't know. After hearing all this stuff, people say this, people say that. Right. I, I just feel like this pandemic is just like there's definitely something else going on. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I mean, it's funny. I um I was just like so fed up at some point. I was like, I just need a break from society. (laughs) I just like hiked into the jungle and stayed out there for like a week by myself. And there's like phone service or anything. But it's been really confusing, to be honest. But it's interesting. Yeah, it is. And shoot, there's a lot to kind of even unpack there. And who knows what it all is and what it all means. But (laughs) I think kind of going back to our own core beliefs and our own mindset and our own health at the core of it all is what truly matters mm-hmm. and taking care of those around you. And I think at least for me and yeah. my family, that's something that's been, you know, huge and there's no one else that you can rely on other than those that you love and, and your own self. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think that throughout this pandemic, it's, taught me that like a simple life is just a really nice life, you know? Right, right. Like if, if you, I mean, for me personally, if I'm eating healthy, business is running and supporting people and we're spreading awareness in the way we would like to, you know, yeah. like sharing health and wellness and a positive vibe. Yeah. And we get some waves sometimes. I'm pretty happy, you know? <laughs> is, is that, you know, not to sound trite or anything like that, but is that how you would define success for you? Yeah, I mean, I I think, you know, my goal for myself is to like buy a nice piece of land and start a farm and have a family there. And I feel like that would be my success, personal success. Would you see yourself back on Kauai or? Yeah, I would see myself on Kauai. I already know like the piece of land that I want. (laughs) Like millions of dollars, but I just like have it in my mind every day, pretty much. (laughs) Like I'll get there somehow. I don't know how do you see the shot going going outer islands? Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. I feel like we're like focused on the mainland before um, outer islands. It's just I told like, you, man. I'll, I'll I'll do Southern California. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're actually working on a little franchise, all the paperwork and stuff. It's really? like, yeah, it's That's so cool. in depth. It's like yeah, <laughs> so much information. It's crazy, but we're almost done. And in 2021, we're going to start looking for franchise partners in California and then in Florida. Those are the That's two awesome. states we're going to work on. Great. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that was like a huge pivotal moment for us because it's so expensive as a business to just 
open one location year after year, you know, it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars per location. And like, I don't know, as a, as a company, I don't want to just be like, you know, a million dollars in debt for opening up five locations. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would be easier for the business to have that trust in operating partners elsewhere. Like I think anything on Oahu would definitely have covered. I have such an amazing team that works for the center at Shack and, but that team can really help people, you know, wherever they want to start a Sunrise Shack. And okay. we get so many people reaching out. And I just really feel like Hawaii is not even the best market for the Sunrise Shack. I feel like California and like Florida and, and like Australia and different places like that are like probably the best. So yeah, we're just working on that kind of growth. And yeah, I mean, just, just go with the flow. <laughs> I love that you're still dreaming. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I mean, you know, I don't know if we'll just have two Sunrise Shacks or if we'll have, you know, a thousand. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely working at like uh, making more than we currently have. That's awesome. Yeah. Something I love to ask everyone who comes on the podcast is if someone's traveling to Hawaii, let's say for the first time, and let's say they're going to Oahu, what is something that you'd want them to know prior to getting off the plane? Mm, yeah. Oahu is like the capital of um, Hawaii. You know, it's like, you can't compare it to any other island. There's the most like opportunities in Hawaii, like career wise and different things like that on Oahu. And then the, pretty much like the South Shore is like the city where Honolulu is, Waikiki. I feel like it depends who you are as a person, um, yeah. but that's pretty epic to like stay in a hotel, like a nice resort there, like go surf in Waikiki, like, go shopping or eat at really nice restaurants. Um, but then I live on the North Shore of Oahu and North Shore of Oahu is like one of the most famous places in the world for surfing. And it's funny. I mean, my brothers and I are such surfers that I will have never even done like this popular hike before or something <laughs> else that has nothing to do with surfing because yeah. I just feel like I'm so focused on surfing. But yeah, I mean, you have to definitely see Pipeline. It's like the world's most famous wave. It's just right there. It's only a mile away from the Sunrise Shack. You have to see that. And there's just so many good hikes in Hawaii. And depends on the season, but the snorkeling is really amazing. There's even like a shark diving tour you can do out of Haleiwa. I just did that like a month ago. And yeah. it's always so cool to swim with sharks and see how you know, they're not actually like such bad creatures. <laughs> they're, right. Yeah. They're like dogs of the ocean and they're just swimming around, checking you out. Like they're so smart and they're not trying to eat you, you know, like the right. like Oz movie would suggest. <laughs> so, I mean, Hawaii is just super amazing and definitely just like look after yourself. And, you know, a lot of people die in Hawaii just by getting washed away by a big wave and stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. people a year. So just be really cautious about that. Like ask the lifeguard at the beach where it's safe and where the currents are and different things like that. And then just Hawaii is like so amazing. And the reason why it's so beautiful is because we're so far away from pollution. But you just got to really like pack your trash, look after yourself in that way, even down to the sunscreen you use, you know, mm -hmm. the normal sunscreen that you buy in a grocery store chances are just one drop of that sunscreen can kill up to like hundreds of feet of reef. So and you got to be mindful on that part as well. And yeah, just like come to Hawaii and really 
appreciate the beauty and stuff, but like don't you know, leave your trail behind of, of pollution. <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had a marine biologist on about a month ago. We talked through just the life of the coral reef and, and all that and, and how even reef safe has now become even like this term that people will just put on their products not knowing exactly how it's going to affect the reef. Yeah. So it's important it's to always just marketing fact, fact check, right? <laughs> I know. So how can people continue to learn what, what's going on with Sunrise Shack, support you guys and get online. Yeah, I mean, I think we're the most popping on Instagram, Sunrise Shack. We're always posting fun stuff. My brothers and I have a YouTube channel. It's called Smith Brothers Hawaii. Uh, you just type in Smith Brothers and you'll probably find it. If you subscribe to that, we're always posting fun stuff. And then our website, we are kind of turning it into an e-commerce website because we found over the pandemic, there's a lot of people that wanted to buy like our coffee and some of our merchandise. We have some really fun mugs and stuff that have like positive affirmations on that. So those are all kind of the ways you can support. We're working on like a third location right now on Oahu. And we can't really say where it is, but... It should be open before the end of the year. And it's going to be exciting to do that. I know. I mean, it's hard when... I mean, (laughs) it's like if you're like in the stock market or something. It's like when everybody else is scared and selling and and you're the one that's buying. Like you're probably (laughs) the opportunist, you know? Um, Absolutely. That's just smart. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're doing right now. We kind of just had a friend that he's like, you know, I'm not going to make it through... COVID and um, and the pandemic and I'm just going to shut my business down. Like, would you guys want to just buy everything from me? So that was pretty much the situation. And we don't really know when things are going to open back up. I mean, if Hawaii is shut down for a whole year from now, then I don't think not even one small business will be in business still. So I'm feeling like that's not going to happen because I don't think the state of Hawaii will allow that to happen. But yeah, you just never know. I mean, a virus never goes away. And I don't think just the vaccine or something is going to just cure it all. I think it'll be around and we'll have to live with it. Mm -hmm. I just recommend to people to probably start getting healthier, start exercising. (laughs) That's that's the the best vaccine, I would say. Yeah. Travis, thank you so much for coming on today. And definitely for me personally, man, like you're a huge encouragement to... You know, because like these past six months for me has been, you mentioned like quitting that nine to five. Like I quit that nine to five at the beginning of all this. And it's been this hustle and this grind that I I know I had in me, but it it wasn't until this pandemic like kind of kicked my butt to like, okay, I got it. It's on me to to do this. And, you know, unfortunately, I, I let my health the last, you know, six months like, I had all the things in place mm-hmm. and that's gone. So for me personally, this conversation has been just kind of a, oh yeah, I got to come back to what truly matters. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have my health and if that's not a priority, then all the other things that I say that I love and care about are going to be affected by that. So just thank you for that, man. For Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, so awesome. I can't wait to uh, to get back on the island and, and actually... Uh, be able to say what's up in person. Definitely. Yeah. I can't wait to meet you in person. It's going to be cool. And yeah, I mean, who knows when Hawaii will open back up like officially. Um, but as of right now, you can, um, October 15th, you can come in if you have a negative COVID test 
Yeah. Come see Hawaii and support the small businesses of Hawaii. And I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy how all of Hawaii just depends on tourism. I mean, right. the locals are awesome, but they, you know, they can't even support all the small businesses by themselves. You know, it'd be nice to have some tourists back. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you and thank you for your time. No worries. Thanks, Brian. I just want to say a big thank you again to Travis for coming on the show, for his time and for his hospitality. For him, just keeping vision, going strong. You can totally feel it and sense it in that conversation, his love and his care for the people that he leads and the love and the care of the mission and vision of the Sunrise Shack. So to get all the links and all the things that we talked about in the episode, the simplest way to do that is to go to hawaiisbesttravel.com slash episode 4040. You can also check out the shack at sunriseshackhawaii.com and you can check out their online store where their locations are at and learn more about who they are and what they're up to and look at their menu because their menu is Amazing. And if you found value in today's conversation, you enjoyed it, I would love to hear from you. You can drop a review below wherever you're listening to this right now. Uh, Hit subscribe, leave a rating. That really helps other people who love Hawaii, just like you, find this podcast. So I just want to say thank you so much for your time, your valuable time, and keep dreaming of Hawaii. We're getting through this. I'm an optimistic, (laughs) obviously. But I just care so much about Hawaii and so much about its people. And I want you and I want everybody else to just enjoy the love that is aloha. So until next time, guys, be well. Aloha. Thanks for listening to Hawaii's Best Travel Podcast. To stay up to date on future episodes, be sure to subscribe. For more information to help you plan your next trip to Hawaii, visit hawaiisbesttravel.com.